Welcome to the State of Men. I'm your host, Aiden Dowling. And I'm Mike Watts. <laughs> you almost forgot who you were. Huh? I forgot my and, name there for a second. And today we're going to talk about struggle. As you can hear, my voice is struggling on today's episode. And we're going to talk mostly about men and how, when to push through and when not to. I think that men tend to always push through and, you know, that doesn't always have to be the case. So we're going to get a little personal as we always do. And I'm actually not at home base studio today. I am in a secret location um, that I'm sure I'll talk about on a future podcast. And I, as you can hear, just lost my voice. I don't know. It's, it's gone. I'm pushing through. <laughs> my do you think you've lost your voice? Be, do, you, do you think you lost your voice because you've been pushing through? Um, no, I think I lost my voice because Jay only got laryngitis and that's a viral thing that you can get from other people. So oh. I think that she gave it to me. Uh, Great. And I think she lost her voice because of allergies and a really like dry vocal whatever. So, and sickness, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a pastry dish, dish here at our house uh, with Antler in school now. I feel like a year of like not having much immune building because of being inside and now he's in school. And so I'm pretty much just going to be sick for the next two years. So now you're just blaming your kid. Yeah. Well, who else <laughs> am I going to blame? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I think it is fascinating that the kids, when they go back to school, cause they're adjusting and building, but, um, yeah, I think that's this is a good point. Like you could blame yourself, you know, because it's your it's your body. It's nobody else's. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not helping your case. Well, I guess what would I do if I blame myself? I would just be like, oh, like then I would what feel like I sh like I don't know. Then it becomes like a at least for me if I blame myself, then I'm like, oh, see, like you should have slept more and you should have done this better and you should have done that better. And it's like, I have been taking care of, you know, Jaylee has had laryngitis for the last like four days. She hasn't been able to talk. And so I've had to, you know, take care of antler and do my regular work. And we traveled from New York to Texas and I had to be there for all of that. And you know what I mean? Pick up her, med yeah. her like medicine. And so there's just, you know, then, then there's no, you know, then what? Then it's just, I should have been able to do all the things all the time. Right. And that doesn't feel like it would be possible either. Right. It's true. I think there's a way, I mean, for myself has been getting too lost. Like it's kind of, it's, it's how do I stay the course to honor my own needs while caretaking for everyone else? Because mm -hmm. what I've what's happened in our relationship a little bit is how we we toss back and forth like sickness, so we can each get a break or each get our needs met. Anyway, not mm -hmm. saying that this is what's happening right now, but I just know this is what has happened between Kate and I, and in many ways where sometimes we're each not getting our needs met in the way, and so we create these unconsciously creating these dynamics that be, end up becoming harder 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that resonates at all, but um, yeah, it's just something I've noticed inside of our own situation. Yeah. No, I'd have to ask Shane Lee. I mean, Emma just went to school. So we had, I mean, we were at the, the tip point of needs being met. Like we were at the tipping point of like, yeah, so long. And then it was like, okay, well, Antler's going to school, so you'll be able to have time to meet your needs. I'll be able to have time to like meet my own personal needs. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, he just like, you know, we just kind of have gotten sick on and off. But I will say Antler has always come home with the first cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> usually does. But it so is, Antler's it's like another need- upper limit though. It's another upper limit where you now have a kid going to school. And now mm-hmm. you two can each like care take for yourself. So it's like, mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with this. And there's an element like, let's take the train down. Mm-hmm. Right. Not necessarily that that's what's happening, but it's like playing the scenario out kind of what we talked about previously. Um, but anyway, how's everything else going? Um, you know, it's, it's going good. Um, well, I think I want to stay on the topic because I think it's okay. a good topic. Cause I think that I'm, I agree and disagree with you, right? Because yeah. I think, yeah, sometimes it's totally self-inflicted, right? Sometimes I do think that's your body saying like, hey, slow the fuck down. You know what I mean? And like, you're not slowing down. So we're going to make you sick so mm. that you're like yeah. forced in bed for five days. And I think <clears throat> that's what happened to me when I got that sinus infection, like a month or two back. And I was literally stuck in bed really, you know, really like intensely. Um, and I think that was actually one of the other false starts we had because we were supposed to start recording and I got sick. Right. So I think that was an upper limit thing. And, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe Jane having some free time. She doesn't know what to do with it. Maybe I'm I'm making all of these assumptions. I'd have to talk to her and maybe, so her getting sick was some type of upper limit. Right. But then at what point is it like, you know, um, is it, do you believe that like all of it is based on just like how you are personally, or is there any, is there any way like, you know, you know, your son coughed in your mouth and now you've just got the, whatever the viral viral thing that he had, or is it never that? I mean, I think that's a thing. Yeah, it's virus. I mean, look at the stage we're at now. Like, there is a virus. Viruses are real. They do go around. It's like what keep. I mean, there's so many viruses, right? It's like ten mm-hmm. to the x twenty ninth or something. Like the number is so big, we don't even have a name for it. So it's mm-hmm. like that's what makes us live and die is viruses, and it comes in and out, and it affects you differently than it affects me. Like you could mm-hmm. be around antler, get sick. I'm around antler and be completely fine. Not get sick. Right? Yeah. Like it's a real. Like human beings were very complicated. So I think from that perspective, like there is a legitimacy of just like Antler caught something at school or you caught something at the grocery store and you brought it home and infected the whole family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think Mike it, it's is always trying to blame me. You your know? kid? Can't, you know, no, you're always trying to blame me. <laughs> I'm not trying you're to blame like, you. Or maybe it's you. Maybe you went to the, pa- maybe you went to the grocery store. I'm like, I barely leave my house. Like this kid is like licking walls. You know what I mean? And like faces at school but i'm the one who like went to the grocery store and got my well, you uh, also traveled on airplanes you were like in this other thing yeah. and it's not that it's was, not about yeah. it's not about a blame situation but i just think how easy sometimes we do say like it's it's like 
Penelope's fault or it's Ruby's fault or it's like mm-hmm. Kate's mm-hmm. fault and not coming back to her. Cause in the end it does come like the only one that we can control in this situation is us, right? Like our individual mm-hmm. self. So I think it goes in, mm-hmm. it's really on point with what the struggle is like this whole, how mm-hmm. we started talking about this and yeah, I'm just going to, it's all your fault. Aunt, or I was right. going to call you antler Aiden. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it's interesting. Cause I think it does, it does very much relate to the struggle because I think for me, like when I am overly struggling, I get, I get slightly triggered when you say it's all my fault and not because I'm not willing to take responsibility. That's been something that I, I am willing to take and I'm very hard on myself. So when you say it's all my fault, it's like, well, I didn't say it was all your fault. I said, you're blaming your kid for this. Right. 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 You know, um, but again, like my own, I guess, trauma and the way that I have been in the world and like the interactions I've had, like I heard something different, right? So like, even if you didn't actually say those words, all I heard was like, Aiden, you should have done better because, you know, you should have been, meanwhile, I've got like so many vitamins and all these things and like trying to get my sleep and doing what I feel with having to help a partner, mm-hmm. having to take opportunities that come to me, run, you know, make money for the family, take care of my kid, right? Like, and a part of me is like, oh, well, see, you're still not doing good enough because right. you got the the laryngitis, you know? Um, so I think that plays into the struggle, right? What is laryngitis? Like, then, I don't even know what laryngitis is. Uh, something about vocal cords, like not being... Like there's like two ways you can get laryngitis. One is like a viral laryngitis, which is just, you literally like catch laryngitis. And then the other one is when you, I don't know, something about like not having moistened vocal cords. Oh, I tried to Google it, but I don't even know how to spell it. So I can't even get, (laughs) it's like, I can't even get it two different ways. And I'm like, Nope, not it. Nope. It's like larynx. I'm like, nope. There's a Y. There's a Y in it. It's laryngitis. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, it's very. It took me quite a while to learn to spell it. And then my mom was like, I'm pretty sure it's L-A-R-Y. And I'm like, it's not Got L-A-R-Y. It. Yeah. Are you kidding? That was a good, the Larry. It was totally Larry G-itis. It's inflammation like of that. the voice box from overuse, mm-hmm. irritation, or infection. Yeah. So antler, you've now made the whole family have laryngitis. Yeah. I don't know if it was, I don't know who it is. I don't know. It's one of us. I'm the last one to get it. So I'm not taking blame. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's my conclusion. I'm the last one to get it. Jaylee and antler got at the same time. They get sick at the same time, all time. They're very connected. They're connected. That makes sense. Yeah. So they always be getting sick. And then, you know, here I am just trying to live my life, you know, they just come over on me. I like, it's been three weeks of like on and off of both of them being like sick, slept on the couch. I mean, you know, I'm putting, I'm making the sacrifice and here I am still getting sick. And now you want your, your attention. So it's like taking yes. myself out. Well, Kate said you should call her to talk about, cause you were talking. I know. About I can't talk to you boxer. about it. Can't talk yeah, to you about it. You've got no she's empathy for me. <laughs> You don't care. <laughs> I have empathy. I do. <laughs> I want you to get better, you know, but it right. is, it's, it's, but I think with the struggle, I mean, what kind of what I'm going through 
yeah, there's challenges happening on my end, you know, and it's a little mm-hmm. early to really dive into the depth of it, but I can give the big overview. I don't like to process things online. You know, it's like <laughs> my goal is not to have Instagram help me process my shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like actually process it and then talk about the learnings from it. But basically the overview has been Kate and I were running a business together for a decade. I mean, I have my own health journey, obviously, with my skin falling off and things for the last four years. But I'm actually in a pretty good shape at this moment, which feels good. Um, But just basically, we've been working together for a decade and running a business together. And we created a family together. And we've traveled and lived and you know, build a house together, all this stuff, right? And so now it's the first time this year, pretty much 2021, I think as we closed everything out in Maine and moved to Miami, it's starting a whole new phase of our life because Maine, we kind of built this house together. We That's where our company grew from, all this stuff. And now we're down in Miami and we're, and she's currently in Austin, Texas right now, you know, Aiden, your hometown or your mm-hmm. where you're currently occupying your hometown. But, mm-hmm. and she's at a mastermind retreat and I'm in Miami with our children. It's been a wild week with the kids. I Don't said at least, blame your kids for feeling, you know, I'm not, down I just said stressed. it's been a wild week <laughs> with our kids, not blaming them for anything. Um, <laughs> because like them being kids, I like want to throw them out the window sometimes and be like, just get, leave me alone. But that's not yeah. like. Yeah, there's issues with our, right? There's like, it's, but it's how I'm relating to my kids, right? So that's a different mm-hmm. topic. That's a whole mm-hmm. episode. We could just right. talk crap about our kids and then really have a parenting <laughs> expert on at the same time to be like, you guys are the problem. Um, right, exactly. But for me, it's like, we're building this whole new phase of life where we're we're not integrated our life. We went through a lot of enmeshment. We talked a lot. We've talked a lot about this, Kate and I, on the Kate and Mike podcast. Um, so you can go back and listen to episodes there, but basically we're very enmeshed in the way that we are living our life, running our business, all that stuff. So it's at this new place where I'm like, what do I do with myself in a way? And mm-hmm. I stopped doing day-to-day stuff about June of last year. And then, you know, life was happening. We shared a lot about this podcast at this point in time, a little bit about mm-hmm. us getting this started, but I'm at this phase where it's like, okay, what do I want to do next? And I have good ideas to do it. But it's mm-hmm. I've kind of lost. It's like I forgot a little bit how to hustle in some ways. I understood how to hustle. Like I, I'm a really good hustler. But there was an element of me forgetting how to go about doing that. Because the role of where I've been in my business in life was more maintenance based and fixing, putting fires out. So there's mm-hmm. the hustle phase. And then there's the maintenance and putting fires out phase that I realize when you're running a company or just life in general. So I've in the last week, I've really gone dark, like in many ways and really been down on myself and mm. k- kind of struggled with how to navigate the waters and going this next direction. And I like called you a lot. Uh, I mm-hmm. called my other friend. I had some recommendations from a friend of mine that left me feeling extremely horrible. And honestly, I think it took me. That's the nice way to say it. Um, <laughs> I think it took me five to six to almost a week. Cause when did I speak to her? It was probably almost a week ago. And I think it, it really derailed me for a good five days. And I think mm-hmm. yesterday was the first 
because I'm doing this this reaching out and the looking at the consulting stuff that I've been looking at doing and um, reaching out to a lot of people. I mean, I have a I have a running list, so I don't duplicate email people, and I'm up to sixty eight people I've reached out to already, and these are personal friends, right? In mm-hmm. the last like three days, and then yesterday was the first time that I had two kind of carrots that we're starting to plant the seeds. Two seeds are starting to happen. And it's like, okay, just keep it up. Just keep going with the motions. Just keep happening this because instead of being in that like slump that I really felt for a long time. And I'm like, what am I doing? How did I get here? How did, Mm. you know, I've been down the hole of the rabbit holes where it's like, we've been building a business together for a decade. How am I back kind of at the beginning? And like, I thought it was Mm. something wrong with it. And in the past couple of days, I've been like, no, that's a gift. I've been giving a gift to start. Because, you know, we're starting this podcast. We're funding this our, out of our pockets. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have revenue coming in at this moment in time. There's not sponsorships as we're recording this, right? So it's like, okay, we're back at ground zero, which is where I felt like I was. It was basically 10 years ago, 11 years ago when I got laid off and started at scratch. And so it's from that place, but it's much different. I've learned a lot more. I have more, you know, there's more money that I have that can support this endeavor versus like when I started there, I was laid off from a job. And so it's a, it's a way different starting point, but it's kind of like I walked every, if I create every year as a step, it's like I walked 10 steps up and I'm starting from that step now, instead of if you're watching this on video, it's like, this is where I was 10 years ago. And then now I'm taking 10 steps up and I'm starting up here. There's, there's like a, there's a name for this. I don't know what it is, but it's pretty much like a, it's like a spiral. And so you come to the same point in the spiral, you hit the same point multiple times, but at a different spot. So that's that kind of what it sounds like you're talking about. It's like you're, I like to be going you up once... though. You, you just did the okay, description sorry. going we'll go down. Up. We'll go up. Yeah. There we go. Let's go. I want to go up. All right. We're going up. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like, uh, that's kind of what I'm hearing. It's like, you've been here before, but you're also, you're at the same place, but in a totally different way. Right. Yeah. 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 But then I was negative about it where it's like, Mm. I sat in this where it's like, this is a problem. How did Mm. I end up here with self? Sorry for myself. And in this situation, I would love to blame Penelope, be like, it's her fault, the six-year-old, <laughs> right? But like, it's not. It's my problem mm-hmm. for to come out of. Mm-hmm. And sitting in that discomfort has been pretty uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you could say. But do you do you tend to get very like what's your response to that? So uh, on the Enneagram scale, I'm an eight and we haven't always talk about this Enneagram, the Enneagram. Yeah. So some people might relate. It's like a personality profile. I like that one um, because it's, there's only, I think there's only eight numbers. So you're Mm -hmm. like, you fit into one of the eight and then you can relate. Right. But basically Mm -hmm. the way it looks is um, I can either go from right now. I feel very content at like a six or seven, right. At the feeling I get but I will either go to zero or I'll go to 10 extremely quickly. And then I'll Mm. sit there in the Mm. zero. So zero to me is uh, everything's ending. The world's falling apart. Like I get in the place, I come home to Kate, like we're out of this. I'm out of the company. You get to da da da, (laughs) you know? And I just go like, I'm like this, blah, blah, blah. And she's learned over time to be like, okay, yeah, great. 
you know, <laughs> and then the 10 is that it's just filled with rage. They're very similar, mm. like zero and 10, but the zero is mm. like the world's ending. And the 10 is like, I want to punch things right mm. in this way and take it out. And so the, the reaction is very the same. The feeling I get is the same. And so what happens is I go to these parameters and what I learned this last week working through this myself is that I need to sit with myself a little, because I think when I called you, mm -hmm. cause what happens is I'll do these spiral. I'll be in the spiral. Like you just shared and I don't know how to get out mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I'll fester in there for, and that could go on for hours and hours and hours. It used to go on for weeks and maybe days. And so now the goal is by the time I turn 50, it'll be like five minutes, right? It's like, how do I can, how can I manage to fester for five minutes? And then I move on with my life. And well, I bet you there's things now that you used to fester on for days and now it only takes five minutes. A hundred percent. Right. So like the yeah. goal is to have all things by the time you're 50. Right. <laughs> yeah. By the time I'm 50, <laughs> I'm done. Like it's like right. life is complete. That I've accomplished everything that I need to right. accomplish. Right. It, it was funny. The other night, the kids, it was bedtime was so hard and they kept coming out of the room and they're doing this and they're doing this. And I just like, I was like, I'm good. I don't need to live anymore. I've accomplished great things in my life so far. If you're very satisfied, if this is it, if fucking, I'm going out, if I'm going out by the, the kids taking me out, then so be it. I'm like, I'm done. Like, here we go. If I die tonight, complete you know it was right. just like so right. bad right and but yeah i think that's the because we learn these skills along the way right it's like the first time you spoke on a stage it's mm -hmm. like how much i remember kate's first public talk that she gave and it was in california and we're walking around the back underneath the stage like in this arena thing mm -hmm. and we're behind it and she is freaking out like freaking out and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I think this went on for hours, went on for, you know, and it started the night before and then kept that day. And then it was like leading an hour before she kept talking, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. It's, it's like, we're back there. I'm like, you're going to do great. And I'm just there with her. Right. And then she goes and gives an amazing talk and she gets done. She's like, that was unbelievable. Like this was so great. <laughs> and so that feeling now that she gets from speaking, it only lasts you know, it'll start like the night before and then a little bit of hesitation before she gets on stage, but it's, it's really much more minimal, right? Cause she's gone through, I don't know. Have you experienced that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And now it's like, you think about it, but you're like, you know, um, you know, you think about what you're going to say more than the nervousness. Right. It's like, you just want to be prepared because once you know, you get the mic, you'll be fine. Right. But you have to make sure you have like your arsenal of like things you're going to go to. What, was it like, high, what do you, what do you do for the preparation to like talk? Well, I used to like not eat for like all day. Cause I just was so nervous. And, um, and then I was like, I should probably eat. Cause when you talk, you like burn a lot of calories when you're just talking. It's like pretty like a, you're working out. Um, what do I do? I don't know. I, I always like to shower and, you know, make sure I feel good in my clothes and like how I look. And then I don't know. It's just, you just kind of get into a zone and you just, and then like, do you prepare, do you give the same talk every time or is it different? No, it's always different. And it, cause it, the outline could be similar, but it's always different. Cause you don't know if I'm talking about something or if I 
mention something briefly, right? I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know, say that happened to me when I was younger. And then people like their ears perk up that I'm like, oh, that's a cue that I should tell that story, right? Because they're interested in that. But if I say, oh, that was something when I did was younger and there's no cue, like there's no cue and they're just listening and they're, then it's like, okay, I'll keep going. So the, the, it always shifts, right? Um, and, you know, there's a lot of like techniques in, in when you're speaking to like the crowds that I speak to, which are not necessarily at like, I feel like Kate tends to speak at like conferences and stuff. You know what I mean? Where a lot of people are mm -hmm. gathered for the same subject as opposed to the talks I do. People are there to hear me talk or to like learn about something. Um, so it's, it's like a, yeah. So I have like different techniques I use, but overall, you know, um, it's always changing. It's never going to be the same. There might be the same stories that I've told, but it's never going to be the same order or the same way right. or. There's nothing memorized except for like the bullet points and then a fill in in between. Cool. What about you? Do you have a, like, do you go from a zero to 10 or do you have, or do you look at it that way when you're going through a situation that's struggling? Um, I mean, I think I used to be more zero to 10 because I used to just be like, everything sucks. I'm just going to smoke some pot and like watch shows and zone out and like go to work, but just like be scrolling on my phone, you know, because right. I don't like believe in what I'm doing. Um, or I would be like very over the top, kind of what I was saying before, which was like, okay, like I'm going to make a list and I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. And from five to six, I'm going to do this. And then from six to seven, I'm going to do this. And then for this half hour, I do this. And then I'm going to do this. And then I pick up this and then right and like I'd, i would schedule my whole day just every minute is scheduled from like 5 a.m to like 9 p.m including like oh i'm gonna eat here and i'm gonna eat here mm. and i'm gonna do this um and it was like trying to just fix everything and like pretty much the mentality of like if things aren't going right it's because i'm not working hard enough mm. and i'm not doing good enough and kind of what we were saying earlier which is like it's all my responsibility. And so in some, for some people, I think at, so, at one moment in my life, that was really helpful because it was like, yeah, you know what? Like if I want to change my life, like it's my responsibility. And so I made a right. lot of changes and it helped me in a, lot, in a really positive way. But then other times, and I guess it's just different moments in my life. It's like, it's all your responsibility. And then there just leaves no room for like, and like, you can't control that a fucking flight is delayed and now you're late and now this happened and you, your Wi-Fi didn't work on your plane. So you couldn't get that email back. And, you know, at some points it's like, I have to remember that, like, you know, there's, there's like nothing I could do. Like I still need to go to sleep at night. You know what I mean? I can't right. like, mm -hmm. you know, um, and just try to like drop into the acceptance and like the surrender of that, of like, yeah, like, the Wi-Fi is not working on the plane. I'm just going to hang out with Antler. I'm just, you know, he's like watching the show. I'm just going to like hang out with, I always try to put my arm around him, but he always pushes me off. He's like, don't yes. touch me. Don't touch me. And I'm like, oh, I just want to like cuddle Penelope and does watch that. Ruby will, Ruby will cuddle with you all day long. Oh, it's so annoying. I'm like, I just want to cuddle and watch this freaking show with you. But he has right. no desire. Um, 
so yeah, I have to like catch myself, you know what I mean? And recognize like, what can I control? What can I control? And at what point, like, am I making myself suffer and struggle and not just like allowing the things to happen, you know? Um, and I think that comes because just like being an entrepreneur, not having anything that's very steady and never quite having anything that was as steady as I would like it to be, um, always just meant like, you know, I always attributed my hard work to the amount of money I had in my bank account. Mm. And so like, if I'm not, if I don't have money in my bank account, it's cause I'm not working hard enough. And that's really shifted in a lot. And that caused a lot of struggle, just like this constant struggle of like, you're not man enough. You're not good enough. You're not, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it's like yep. the very manly thing. It's the very manly thing to be like 4am grind. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, motivation porn, as they call it, like, just go, 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 like everything. You know, I think that's why I, I push back and question like what you were saying earlier, which is like, well, it's your body, it's your life, it's your fault. And it's like, and, and like, you know, yes, I walked out into the road and a bus hit me. Yes. Is it my fault? Yeah. I made my legs move. Right. And the mm -hmm. bus ran a red light. So like, at what point do we allow ourselves to remove some of the, that blame, or maybe there's a better word for it, but blame is the word I can think of right now, you know? So do you relate to that? Do you not relate to that? Do you like, well, oh, yes. you probably just shouldn't have moved. <laughs> <laughs> you should just stay at one spot, right? right. Well, it's it's as you what is as you as Kate always uses this phrase that it's like as you pray move your feet. But if you would if you wouldn't have mm. moved your feet, you wouldn't get hit by the bus, you know. So yeah, but that's I, true. I think there is there is a right. There's a positive and negative to all of it. There's a there's a positive side. There's a negative side to every situation. And I think sometimes we just get stuck on looking at the one side and we harp on that because i take it the same way even when i broke my knee right mm. it's when my skin blew up i can see backtracking stress like oh, so many things led to that moment right mm. is when the first time it happened and i can see how it was a form of like checking out for me to like get myself and my own needs taken care of but when i broke my kneecap it was like the first week kate started asking me about what do you think this means what do you think the deep pressure? i was like i just mm. want to have a broken freaking kneecap i don't know right. why Right. But when I replay that day in my head, there was a lot happening in that moment. And I was like, this, I'm going to go on my bike for the first time in six months. Here we go. And I, mm. I kind of created a little bit more anxiety around it. And I got started three hours later than I wanted to. I wanted to leave at like 9 a.m. and go. And I think it turned into 12. And I was a little bit too energized and jacked up. <laughs> and I just took off riding down the parking garage like a normal ride not thinking about like, this is my first time back. Maybe I should chill. And I ended up breaking my kneecap. Right. So it's, but I didn't, I haven't thought about like, what are my biggest, the lesson when I, you know, look back now it's about asking for clarity and help and what I actually want. Right. It was like asking you to go mm -hmm. with me where mm -hmm. it wasn't, it was just another lesson that I've learned from there to, it's like, no, this is your, this is your job right now. It's like to learn to really ask for assistance and help. Mm. And it's fascinating to think in how that plays into today where I am in this 
kind of new asking, sending out 68 emails in the last three days oh, to my friends. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it just like, I think how it connects the dots, but when you're in there, I didn't have the clarity of that when I broke my kneecap. I was like, I got freaking broke. What is happening to me? Like it's because mm-hmm. it goes in the place. Why is this happening to me in this way? Right. It's like, why, what's it about? Why I just like spent four months healing my skin and my body. <laughs> and now I have to go out again. Right. And then it, and because I think of a PT, like I just expected to be back. Let's see. Let's see. June, July, August, September. So it's four. I'm basically four months out from the break. A little bit over four months. And I just expect to be back to normal things by now in my head. Mm. I was like, okay, why is this taking so long? What's going on? And the woman yeah. I worked out with yesterday at physical therapy, they had us going, we were healing. We both had broken patellas, right? Mm. She had surgery though. Cause hers was a horizontal break. Mine was a vertical break. So the vertical break can just heal itself, but, or heal in a different way. But she broke it almost a year ago. And I was like, oh, wow. Did that scare you? Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be doing this in a year from now, but I didn't have to have surgery. My break is a little bit, you know, better. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be doing this in a year from now. It's like, mm-hmm. first off, PT is expensive, right? Like, <laughs> it's expensive. And if I do this for all a year, like, so I think we're getting to the place of by November, it's like I've had com- real conversations with the, these guys to be like, what's this look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be mm-hmm. back like by the end of November. Of, so, that's a whole nother topic. That's off topic. But it's, <laughs> so I think for me, it's been that struggle of when can I just, cause now I got to, I'm addicted to this like personal growth thing mm. and growing, which can be dangerous in itself as well, because you constantly think you have to improve 10 X every single time, or think I have to grow from this. And it's just being in those feelings of, all right, well, I broke my kneecap. Or you're like, I got yeah. laryngitis and be like, all right, here yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. And, and not, and then I think the learnings will come. Like I just connected the dots all the way back to my broken kneecap. Like I didn't, I haven't been sitting around thinking about that. That just came to me while I've been talking to you here, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about how it's all played out in that scenario. But in the middle of it, it feels like the whole body, it feels like everything's on fire. And I just want to mm-hmm. jump in the ocean and check out. Like I really want to check out a lot. Where it's yeah. just like disappear, run away from my family, and it'll be easier. It's easier if I'm just by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, give me back my freedom, give me back my independence, give me back my own self. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think that's like a lot of the culture of right. like masculinity too. Like, you know, the guy who's like gets in a fight with their partner and they go to the bar. You know what I mean? Or they just, you know, the dad that doesn't, I just was watching a show the other day and it's like, they're getting a divorce and the dad like just doesn't show up to pick up the kids and like, you know what I mean? All these things like that. And I think also probably why drinking and drug Mm -hmm. abuse, right? This is like, let me just check out. Yeah, exactly. Um, John, in the John Wyland program I took, um, we're doing a, the couples course right now with Kate and I, and he said in the course that the masculine energy, so the masculine dominant person will, fr- they will always, anytime they feel like a lack or they strive for freedom. So it's like, how can I, that make, I didn't say that correctly, but basically it's like, 
<laughs> our goal is always to be free. Like that's where we want to go. So when we're in, we're, we're in our stuff struggling, it's like, we'll achieve and try to get to being a place that's free. So like mm. with the, every example you just gave, it's like, okay, I can just be at the bar. I can drink away my problems or I can smoke pot. It's like to check out in that way. Right. And for me, it's, it is that escape to it's thinking me getting there is going to solve the problem. Right. Because it's like, you just move past it. That's the thought. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And I think a lot of times someone said something really clever to me and I can't think of it now, but it was like, when you talk about like, Oh, what, why am I sick right now? Or why am I going through this time? Like what lesson is here to be learned? Right. And it's like, you're trying to learn the lesson when you haven't gone through the lesson, <laughs> right? It's like getting like, okay, you're going to have a pop quiz or a test and you like sit down and you're like, okay, what's the answer to number one? And it's like, well, no one's given you the test yet. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, like you can try to guess, but like, maybe you should just wait till you actually get the damn quest, like the test before you start trying to figure it out. Um, I think that happens a lot, right? Because we just think, oh, this thing just happened to me. Well, what's the lesson here? And it's really trying to, um, it's like trying to over, overstep the actual learning process. It's like, well, if I don't have to learn it and I could just get right to the lesson as to why it broke my knee or laryngitis or whatever it is, right? Um, then you can just, you don't have to actually go through the struggle which I think is the positive part of struggle, right? Like the positive mm -hmm. part of struggle is like you not having what you want and you having to like, you know, I think there are times to grind, right? Yes. Like even today, I'm just, you're like, we don't have to record. I'm like, and like, we are in a flow right now. And like, yes, I have laryngitis, but I'm awake. Like I took a shower, like I'm ready to go. Like, you know what I mean? I feel very fine. It's just my voice is like trying to like peace out on me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and it's interesting because I think at some times it's like, I think in some ways I see, you know, I, me even trying to not figure out the lesson is hard. Cause like in mm -hmm. that self-improvement space, you're like, well, what's going on? I'm like, oh, well, do I not feel heard? Do I need a break? Do I, you know what I mean? And I just see it as like, you know, I don't know, like, or maybe, Maybe I just don't know what it is yet. Maybe I'm, maybe there's going to be a moment today where I'm not supposed to talk where I normally would talk. And that's going to be a big life lesson for me. Right. I, I don't know. But again, I'm just guessing because I don't have the test in front of me. I don't fucking know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so just trying to accept that is really hard, I think. And I think it's the mentality of that, like hustle mentality, which is mostly driven by men and the desire to constantly achieve and to not, you know, cause apparently like achievement, as I was saying earlier, like achievement is like status provoking. It's like, oh yeah, I did this thing. I did this thing. I did this thing. And you know what I mean? And you climb, mm -hmm. like even you, you're like, I want my spiral to go up. Right. And like, well, why is going like going down? That might not be bad. I don't know. Maybe, maybe your anger, maybe the anger is going down. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so this is very interesting and just, you know, especially like me in the fitness community, it's like, that's a lot of what you see. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, like, like pain 
what is it? Sweat is pain, leave, weakness leaving the body or whatever, you know, all those quotes. And it's just, it's the know. fitness community is, I think is great for this analogy that we're using because so many of the people I've followed online, it's all about measuring macros. So for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know what that means, it's you're basically, you're measuring every single piece of food that's going in your mouth to a certain amount of protein, carbs, and fat is usually when they say measuring macros. So you do this on a food scale, then you can put, put this in a, uh, what's that? What was the website? My fitness pals. Yeah. Like the my fitness popular. pal. Yeah. The popular one. But what I noticed a lot is that you were measuring macros and you're meeting your macros on a daily basis. These people look amazing on the body aesthetic on the outside, but they're eating like Mountain Dew. They're eating <laughs> pockets, right? Just like, crap for the body it's not fuel but they're getting the macros right so you're fueling your body with a bad product but making you know meeting a certain thing going to find the the best type of ice cream which doesn't have all the fat in it which strips it all away and then you're getting a lot of artificial ingredients that are in here instead of just pure fat you know like ice cream Mm -hmm. let's say and so it, it's it's very similar to kind of what you're talking about, where it's like we're getting to the result without the progress, because that's right. great now when you're 20 years old, because this mm-hmm. is what happened to me a lot, or 24 or 25, whatever these, however these people are old, they are 30, whatever. But the long term result of that is not going to end up being good because you can't. That's not sustainable, right? Right in that way. And it looks good on the outside, but on the inside, it's like tearing us apart in a way. Right. Right. I think, you know, and so do you feel like there were moments in your life where you like learned to escape? Like, For did you sure. See other men just doing this thing. And so you were like, I'll just go do that thing. Yeah. It's even. Yeah, it's like you notice when you go to like dances when we're, you know, all the women line up on one, girls like, and the boys are on the other side, right? It's so now I know there's cultural dynamics that exist here, but I, I feel like growing up, my dad used to say, I'm, go- I'm running down the street. And he'd be gone for like three hours. Mm. It's like, where, where do you go? Like, mm. it's like, <laughs> where do you go? Even Bill Gates, I watched his documentary on Netflix. Oh, I, I mentioned the BG, right? Like, oh boy. But I watched his documentary on Netflix and one of his things, he would have a think week. And I'm like, that's mm. amazing. And he goes to some private house and he just sits there and journals and drinks with Diet Coke for like a week straight, right? This was in the documentary. Like, So he's, he's like gone for a week straight, just checking out, you know, and granted, there's value in that, right? There's value to get space for it just allows you to process your own life. Mm-hmm. But I think with, I had a neighbor who used to go fishing all the time. And so there's the thing with hobbies, right? But is it, is it doing it that's happiness or are we doing it to check out? And in mm-hmm. my own life was drinking alcohol, drugs, partying, not realizing how much food, once I stopped drinking and doing the substances, it turned into food consumption, mm-hmm. you know, and then I felt like crap for, because I was eating too much sugar. Even now it'll be... Um, just more so I have to get away, right? I have to go someplace because now that's mm-hmm. like the drug of choice. It's like escape and travel 
because we have all these right. hotel points, right? So I can just stay in hotels. Right. And I ended up doing this for a snowmobiling trip. I was like, I just got to get out of here. And I left for, it was like, I was gone for 24 hours. And I didn't just go snowmobiling. It was my first time ever on a snowmobile. So I meet up with this guy and it's just me and this guy. And he's like, you want to just ride? He goes, I love this stuff. I just ride. And I'm like, great. We did like 600 miles in one day. <laughs> we rode for like eight hours or something straight. It was like crazy. I don't know if it was 600, but it was like a lot. It was right. hundreds of miles on the snowmobile, just in the backwoods. And, and this was in Maine. And I felt awful. And then I had to turn around and come back the next day. And I'm just like, mm. I'm not rested. Mm. Like uh, me of getting away is an element of rest. But when I would go rest, I like think I have to do something. Right. So like right. riding for eight hours straight on a snowmobile. Like that's how I restore my body. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cause 30 minutes on a snowmobile, that's just not enough. It's not enough time. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. kind of how I, I would say, I, I would since I learned that was about a year ago. Was that a year ago or so? It, so I haven't really done that. Like I've been better in recognizing to be like oh restoring because this also happened when I was mountain biking and then I got hurt mountain mm. bike because I fell, and so I've learned this part of me to be like okay what do I really want to just have fun? So it's the difference it's like our opt in right? It's like are we having fun or is this right. like a struggle pressure situation to? find the release to help me calm my body down. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to do things for the fun part instead of the pressure cooker part. Right. Right. Yeah. What, like, what about you? I mean, I definitely have a hard time not doing stuff. Like yeah. if I, you know, the first thing I think like, oh, yeah, if I can get away, I can get all this work done. <laughs> right. It's like where my brain first goes. Because <clears throat> I struggle with that feeling complete at the end of my day. Mm. And being like, yeah, I did what I need to get done. And now I can spend time with my family. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, I definitely think I, it's, but but now more than ever. So there's like, I'm in a hotel. It's like a very nice hotel. And there's like a fancy french tub outside of the bathroom just Ooh. like next to the bed no i'm you know sweet I don't know. right and i was just like for the first time ever i'm like oh it'd be really nice to take a bath right and then my brain immediately said oh you should like if you take a bath you should take a photo and then you can talk about how men don't take baths and i'm like yeah and that would turn my bath into work. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of like just taking a bath and never telling anyone about it. Not because it's not like, you know what I mean? Not in a negative way, but just being like, yep. you know, but instead I'm like, Oh, how can, how can I make this into work? You know what I mean? Right. How can I turn this into content or whatever? Um, instead of just like, yeah, just like allowing myself to just relax and not, you know, like even, you know, just, uh, yeah like it's just it's hard it's hard to just actually sit and relax and not feel like i need to accomplish something i feel like i am getting better at it but i think it's due to i mean it's due to me self like being self-aware and exhaustion mm. if i'm being honest mm. i think i'm also just you know three year three years into childhood child exhaustion um 
just a lot of things like, you know, all of the work we've been doing and like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like emotionally exhausting. Shaving my head was emotionally exhausting. It's still emotionally exhausting. Like, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. I'm, I'm getting to an exhausted part point, which I don't know. I, I, I would hope that I didn't have to get there. I hope that it would be, I'd be able to take the break before it's just like, well, I'm just so emotionally exhausted. I just need to sit in this bathtub. Um, I hope that I can get there before that happens. Maybe they'll start recognizing like a, it before. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a 60, 40 where like I'm in recognition, but I'm also exhausted because I am right. quite exhausted all the time. Um, so, you know, I, but I don't, I don't have any examples of, you know, men just in the struggle and going to get help or taking a walk in nature or, you know, like I don't, there's no examples of that, that I can think of in my, my history, like in my masculinity journey. Right. So like growing up where I learned my masculinity, I mean, now I feel like I'm exposing myself to other guys who do that type of stuff, which is good. Mm -hmm. And that's like the beauty of social media and all of these things is like, we can go and see other guys like trying to get there or not yep. get there rather. Maybe that's not the best phrase to use. Just not get there, just relax. Um, and let the struggle like, just sit there and see what comes out of it. You know, um, whether it's something or nothing, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, if there's one thing that I've learned though, is that like escaping all the time just perpetuates the issue of the struggle. Like it doesn't help. I mean, I think no, it helps it sometimes it if you're having, yeah, if, but unless, if you're escaping and having fun, like pure yeah. fun, right? Like we kind of escaped. I kind of escaped when I went with you on the trip. You but know, then it's not really it escaping like, though. That's true. It's right. Like, it's actually it's having fun and having hobbies. Yeah. You know, and it's intentional and it's, and it's, you're actually making a choice. You're making a conscious decision. Okay, so this goes back to where I started this whole thing off. Right. It's like, uh, let's, perfect. you know, what's something like I like to mountain bike, right? We can use that. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I'm trying to get freedom by going mountain biking to me in my, that's unhealthy. Right. Mm. But if I'm like, I like having fun mountain biking, I'm going to go ride with mm. some guys this weekend. That is quote unquote escaping and it is getting me freedom. But I think the intention of why I'm doing it is healthier. Right. Right. Because right. it's, it's because I'm choosing to like do it. And I think with us doing on the road for us, you're you coming with me on the road was, is, was that it was more of an adventure and exploration right? to be like, okay, what's happening here? So and what's a was. different word? Cause it doesn't feel like escaping. Cause I think escaping is very intentional. You are running right. away. Right. Or, or it runaway. could be very unconscious. We're very right. unconscious too. True. Where it's like, I'm at the bar again, watching the game shit, or I'm at the golf course. I said I would be gone for three hours and I'm gone for six. Right. And then right. I know when I go home, my wife's going to be pissed. Cause I said right. three and now it's six and I'm just not going to talk to her. And so a way to differentiate that would be like calling and being like, Hey babe, like I'm having so much fun. I know I said three hours I'm with Mike. Like, yeah. are you good? Like, is everything good at home? Cause I think I'm going to go another two. You know what I mean? 
Like right. that would be the difference right. as opposed to just being like, I'm not answering that text. You know, right. I'm not even looking and then at when my I phone. get home, when I get home, I, you can leave or something. Right. It's like, right. How to set up a win. Cause you're having a win where you're like out and about. And then the resentment's going to build. She's still going to be pissed. Even if you call right. it right. Like, or right, him or right. whatever. Right. You know, but it's also like, okay, hey, when I get home, I'll take over the kid. Right. I always do no, that. No, don't. Right. <laughs> it's like set up a win both yeah. situations. I'm like, I'm doing this. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Um, right. It works out that way. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how you survive. Um, so I'm kind of curious, like what, you know, for all the listeners out there, like, are you escaping? What are you struggling with? You know what I mean? Like what? Are you trying to find the lesson before it's there? Um, are you a zero to a 10 like Mike? Um, I think I'm, I, I don't know. I haven't thought about that scale. So it's hard for me to give a number. I think I tend to go just either down on myself in a negative way or like work really hard in a negative way. Like yeah. those are kind of my negative to negative scale. Yeah, I think it's like, I think the way to look at it is, it's like we always are, I kind of like to run my life as like a six or seven, like in the middle, you know, it's like have a little bit of excitement and then also have some feelings. Mm -hmm. But then we end up, we just go to the polar opposite. We, you know, both sides right. just pull us and we have right. to like work to get ourselves back. Yeah. Right. Right. That'd be great. Cool. So I'm going to leave a, something on the Instagram, on the gram. You, you are. You're yeah. I want to know. I want to know how people are feeling about this. I'm curious. Um, so leave your comments, let us know, like what, what are some of the things you, you go through, you know what I mean? Uh, when you're struggling and how do you handle it? And what do you feel like is, I guess, kind of my question, which I think we've both answered is like, what is, what is the new awareness you're having around that, around the struggle? Right. Like, are you recognizing that you are escaping and maybe you didn't realize you were before Are you recognizing that you are just like blaming yourself in a negative way, or maybe you're not blaming yourself at all. Right. And you're like putting everything that goes on on everyone mm -hmm. else. Right. Um, I'd be curious. Cause I think that that, you know, we're going to find a lot of guys who are going through similar things. You know what I mean? And that's kind mm -hmm. of like, that's one of the parts of this podcast is to like build this community where we can just like hear each other and be there and not have to have the answer, right? And not have to give advice unless asked for, but also just like, yeah, dude, like I fucking feel you. Like I totally yeah. feel that, you know? Um, Cause I think that's just what Mike and I do every day. <laughs> it's true. And has it, if you have children, has it changed post kids? Yeah, that's a good one. You I know, like or has it been a similar pattern that's just kind of exacerbated? Is that the way to say it? Yeah. Like what's that so. been like post kids? Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram. You can find all of the, that, that post and that thread, um, at the state of men on the IG on the gram. You can also, if you are listening to this podcast and it's your first time, please make sure you're subscribed there. If you didn't subscribe, please subscribe and go ahead leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Apple would be preferred, but Hey, we'll take what we can get, baby. Appreciate you. We will catch you in the next episode.